Maybe you saw the news in 2018. A Facebook group formed to respond to the couple whose trailer started the car wildfire, the state's seventh largest ever. As one of the administrators of the page wrote, many have been thinking and praying for this man who was driving. We learned that his wife is blaming herself for the car fire because she asked him to take the trailer. She's been crying day and night on her couch. Do you think we can show her some grace and extend kindness for the shame and despair that she is experiencing? And that's what people have done. One woman wrote, this fire took the homes of my parents, my grandmother, and myself, but not once have I blamed you. It was an accident, nothing more. God bless you, be at peace. Another wrote, I have extended family related to the grandma and great-grandkids who perished in the fire. We do not blame you. I pray for you. I pray that you can begin to forgive yourself because you do not need forgiveness from us. And the messages keep going. I would only let myself read two to control the weeping. It's good news. We know good news when we hear it. It gets our attention. It warms our hearts or it breaks them. It brings tears, but the kind that leave us feeling a little more connected. No one has to tell us. We know good news. Stories of forgiveness or, or unexpected generosity, unlikely friendships, cats and dogs getting along, babies dancing. We recognize it and we pass it on. We're attracted to it. It draws a crowd. And the gospel isn't any different. Gospel literally just means good news. It's an old English translation for an ancient Greek word, and until Christianity comes along, it's just regular. Like 500 years before Jesus, the Greek playwright Aristophanes had a character deliver this line, Counselors, I've got good news for you. News that is so good, I want to make sure I'm the first to announce it to you. It's the price of sardines, folks. It's the best it's ever been since the outbreak of war. The gospel of sardines. This is good news, plain and simple. Obvious to anyone who hears it. But somehow, Christianity gets it twisted. The gospel becomes this technical term and the meaning changes and the word for good news when it gets used for Jesus' story stretches to mean something other than good news and sometimes the exact opposite. When someone asks, like, if you've heard the good news, it usually goes something like this. I've got good news for you. First, you're evil. Not just the things you do, but like you, at your core, are not good. Haven't been since you were born, like when you were a baby, entirely evil. But again, good news, a guy was born a long time ago. The guy was God, but also equally not God. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the good news, we killed him. Humans killed him. But with you being so evil and all, it's basically like you killed him yourself. Which is bad, but also exactly what he was born for to begin with. He pretty much knew you'd do it, so he just let you so he could come back from the dead and forgive you. Good news! 
That's what the church has done with the gospel. That's the good news it has shared. And it doesn't immediately hit me as great. But if you go back to these four stories, if you go back to what Jesus was saying was good news, I think it's the more obvious kind. The kind you don't have to explain. The easy to understand, want to pass it on kind. And like on Facebook, it happens fast. In Matthew, literally four sentences into his ministry career, it says, Jesus went through Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. So his fame spread throughout all of Syria and great crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, place name, place name, place name. Whatever the good news that Jesus is sharing, it draws a crowd. It makes him famous. Word spreads because the news is that good. People come out to hear him preach again and again. They follow him around like deadheads. They wait in the crowd anticipating their favorite song. And as soon as the first notes play, they go wild. That's how I imagine what happens next in Matthew's version of the story. The crowds are trailing him all over Palestine from venue to venue. And the story says, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and he taught them saying, and a hush falls over the crowd as he begins. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. It's like a roll call of of everyone who's there. The hungry, the thirsty, the merciful, the peacemaker. If they've heard it before, they're mouthing it along. If they're new, they can't believe their ears. He's talking about them, about who they are, about what they really need. He's delivering good news, actual good news. The kind of news that if they had searched their hearts, they would have realized they were waiting for. And it's not just this one hit. Every time he speaks, he tells stories that warm their hearts or break them. Stories that they remember and pass on. Stories that would go viral if they knew what a virus was. Upworthy stories, which was a reference that made sense in 2018. This shepherd had a hundred sheep. You won't believe what he did when one got lost. 20 people you wouldn't expect to be invited to the heavenly banquet. Number 16 is you. This incredible time-lapse footage of a mustard seed is everything. Jesus is full of good news, of real good news. Stories of of debts being erased, of wrongs being forgiven, of parties being thrown, and treasures being found. The people who listen to him recognize it right away. And then, even better news, the better news that he shares is that these stories are true. They're stories of the world as God intends it, which is my way of not saying the kingdom of God. Jesus Good news stories begin in the world as God intends it. In the world as God intends it, seeds and people grow and thrive with all the things they need to flourish. 
in the world as God intends it, the person that you thought was your enemy stops to help you and heal you. And you have to rethink things. In the world as God intends it, a small gift from someone who doesn't have a lot is worth more than a big gift from a rich person. In the world as God intends it, people show grace and extend kindness for the shame and despair we're experiencing. In the world as God intends it, babies dance and cats and dogs get along. Not in the Bible. This is how the world is really intended. This is the truth about life. It's all supposed to be good news. And the best news is this, that the world as God intends it has come near. That's the piece that Jesus saves for the encore. Actually, he usually says it first thing, but you're following the metaphor. It's the thing that gets the most likes and shares and retweets. Jesus' most popular news is that the world as God intends it is bursting out right now around you and within you. And there's more and more of it when they share the stories, when they live the stories. The world as God intends it gains momentum. It gains reality. The world as it is, becomes more and more like the one God imagines. That's the good news. And no one needs it explained. It doesn't require any setup. No evil babies. The people don't need to be told about evil at all. They know about evil. They know the bad news. They're hungry for the good news. And they recognize it as soon as they hear it. So do you. Imagine for a minute, close your eyes maybe, some people in 2018 did, do whatever you want. Imagine that someone close to you, a friend or family member, whoever comes to mind, says to you right now, I've got good news for you. What's the next thing you hope will come out of their mouths? What would be good news for you in this moment? A job, four jobs, a place to stay, acceptance, forgiveness, healing, resurrection. When you search your heart, what is it you're waiting for? You know what good news sounds like. You know what would warm your heart or break it? The words you're waiting to hear, mouthing along, listening for your place in the roll call? The poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, the hungry, the thirsty, the merciful, the peacemaker, the lonely, the tired, the sick, the depressed, the exhausted, In the world as God intends it, you have what you need. Health and wholeness and love. In the world as God intends it, we all have what we need. And the best news, that world has come near. It is beside you and within you, nearer in every moment, more and more and more. When we live it, when we pass it on.